0: Welcome to Tiger Turf Talk. We're excited to be partnering with the Toro Company to kick off an all-new summer series focused on their upcoming Grounds Leadership Academy happening in June. Over the next 10 weeks, we will be releasing podcasts following Drew's road trip to Minneapolis and back, where he will be meeting with Grounds professionals across the country. Please join us as we talk about their careers, the properties they manage, and their favorite Toro equipment. This episode of Tiger Turf Talk is brought to you by the Toro Company. For over 100 years, the Toro Company has been a leader in innovative solutions for turf maintenance. Through a strong network of professional distributors, Toro proudly offers a wide range of commercial-grade equipment. Visit Toro.com to explore their full lineup of products.
1: Welcome back to another episode here on the Toro Grounds Leadership Podcast Tour. We're here at the headquarters, the world headquarters of Toro in uh, Bloomington, Minnesota, we are here with the incredible Sun Rose Line, uh, just the greatest leader, honestly, in our industry when it comes on all fronts, you know, um, and that's what this whole uh, academy is about is leadership. And we actually just wrapped it for those that are listening. It was the, uh, I think it was the first ever Grounds Leadership Academy here at Toro. So um, thank you for taking the time. It's always great talking to you. Like I said, you know, I love you and everything that you do. Um what was it like coming to this? You know, as a panelist, we're all sort of like, yeah, I'm ready. But like, what are we actually going to do, you know, when it comes to like the actual space? So has it been? How, what was your experience like with the academy?
0: Uh, fantastic experience, of course. Um, it's nice to have something focused on leadership. That's uh, kind of been something that we're wanting to focus on more, that we feel, um, you know it's important to all of us, whether a part time seasonal person or you know a crew leader or a manager or director um, leadership is always a space for for more growth as well so uh, excited to get to be a part of it. As far as being a panelist, yeah, I mean, I love a panel discussion. 100%. I think that's
1: the best way, you know, because all the jitters are gone, you know, and Mm -hmm. really it was like, I'm amongst my friends up here. This is awesome, you know, so yeah, yeah, sorry. Well,
0: And it leads to discussion. I mean, it's in the title, right? It's the Mm -hmm. name of it. So um, having a conversation rather than just kind of presenting information is... Uh, better for my comfort zone personally because mm-hmm. um, you know I'm trying to get better at public speaking. It's um, we're not gonna do it. If, not gonna get better if you don't try it. So, for sure. um, but yeah, a panel discussions I think um, bring out some great ideas and some great thoughts and and suggestions and love being a part of that.
1: I think what they did so well with this you know academy is the diversity and like where the people are from. You know, we had so many. We had MLS, we had NFL, we had Parks and Rec, we had K-12. It was just crazy how, and again, I'm, I'm this is from my personal experience, but how well everyone meshed together, you know, like, and I just, I remember when I first went to SFMA as like a, a child, I should say, <laughs> as a college student, you know, I was always nervous to talk to people. I was like, that's the, uh, you know, the, the head groundskeeper of, you know, that's so I'm like don't look don't look you know. <laughs> like, no yeah, yeah exactly but there wasn't any of that here you know and I think that's so cool um what would you say what was sort of the the highlights of again the event itself for you um when it comes to whether it's making connections with people we haven't met before because there was a bunch that I have seen and you know obviously we we're talking about social media and seeing them on twitter and all that but like being able to sit and talk with them, understand what they're actually going through instead of just through a tweet, you know. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you and sort of some of the highlights for you on that front?
0: Well, I think uh, for me, networking is always a highlight, no matter what the situation is. It's just uh, so nice to chat with people from all over the place. You know, we had um, some international colleagues here, several from from Toronto, which was really cool to talk with them. And, oh, boy, I mean, they've got a a tough hill to climb there. a hall. Yeah,
1: yeah, especially yeah. with FIFA stuff that you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Um, but the networking and just the the chatting and the conversations. Um, and then because it's not just sports field managers, there were parks and recs, so mm-hmm. we got to, like you said, meet some people that we haven't met before yeah. um, and still share ideas and, and spread some um, encouragement and support, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, Build some more bridges to yeah. other groups.
1: Um, something that I also I think it should be mentioned, and... I haven't mentioned it in a podcast yet, so I'm going to mention it now, is how Toro developed the event itself. You know, a lot a lot of companies love to, you know, push product, push like, hey, this is what you want. We want you to look at this. We want you to look at this. It was, it never felt like that, you know. It felt like a space where, again, like you said, leadership is such a unique thing, and I told Boyd this many times. I was like, what you guys are doing, it's just it hasn't been done, you know, where, like, an event is specifically mentioned for leadership. And what... They did on the Toro side of it. I think was really just having them highlight what their goals are and the culture that they have here and all those things. So, how do you feel sort of about Toro and the way they put the event on in the sense of that? And again, that was just my two cents. But again, <laughs> I want to hear what you think about
0: it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think um, being able to have the opportunity to have some input from the field, you know, is is awesome. Um, being a woman in the industry, things aren't designed necessarily with with me as an operator in mind. So, um, for instance, we were just borrowing <clears throat> an outcross, and um, from our landscape division, which is great, we have a great relationship with them, and really appreciate that collaboration. That
1: one, maybe leave it. And yeah, leave the keys. <laughs> Oops, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: but like, for me to get in it, I couldn't reach the handle on the frame yeah. to help myself up into the seat. So I ended up, you know, I ended up using the steering wheel to be able to say like, Hey, could you make that handle like four inches that longer? Is so true. So I may not ever be able to afford an outcross, but you know, just to have and that, Toro, like, that process you know, of, donations
1: are, are accepted. <laughs> I'm just saying,
0: but um, you know, it's really cool to get to have some input from an end user standpoint. Um, and that's, it's welcome, you know?
1: And I, th- I think that, I think that shows in their work too, you know, I, it's, it's the dumbest thing ever, honestly. Like what I saw, uh, I was driving their new lithium MDX at uh, Apple side and I, I noticed the steering wheel was no, like there's a, uh, got a straight line on the bottom. I was like for years, you know, like, It's not something that you're going to complain about the tour or anything, you know, because it's like it's a steering wheel. What do you expect? This is just how steering wheels are. And they actually, you know, take the time to notice that and make the adjustment. I was like, wow, Mm -hmm. my fat stomach isn't touching the steering wheel anymore. This is nice. (laughs) But like those are the things that I think separates them. And, you know, I've been able to talk to a couple of product managers here on the podcast and just – the care they have for the industry, I think, is sort of unparalleled, you know, making the connections, hiring the people that were part of the industry, you know, to take on the role of a product manager. Um, Apple side was a big part of what you're talking about. What was sort of your favorite part about that part of the event?
0: It's really cool to get to kind of demo stuff in front of the people who are in charge of it. So yeah. you can give that feedback. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of fun to watch other people operate equipment too. Yeah. Um, I actually personally didn't jump on much.
1: Yeah. I avoided it after I almost, you know, flipped out the grandstand. Those those battery ones, yeah, yeah. No, I would. I'm pretty, <laughs> you. He probably even, saw my face I like. It. I was like, <laughs> "What just happened?" <laughs> like it was funny. I was just like, "There's just so much power," and you know, guy with my weight, that kind of just, you know, like I was like. Which, what what do we what what whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. like like it, I have to like actually try to do it with our gas power one back at school, but like the power in the battery is just like doesn't make any sense, you right. know, so surprising yeah, it was really cool to see that, but um for those that don't know, sorry, I didn't explain this very well appleside is a uh, is it a test center for them, so it's a test center for Toro mm-hmm. where they have all their new products, and for the event, what they did is they had us um was like five stations or something, six yeah. stations. So there was different stations from electric uh, vehicles to Ventrac, which Ventrac's a really cool, thing, honestly. Um, and a couple others, you know, like stuff that they're, they're pushed out or working on, you know, where we were able to sort of test drive, showcase sort of like the differences of what we had. And like you said, be able to give feedback because it's just, you know, something that is so valuable to them that, you know, Joe schmo, like me really like you're not gonna listen to me, like you're toro, you know <laughs> like you're 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 the toro like um so, and <laughs> one of my favorite things is like you know you saw people like Jeff McManus and Sean Kaufman who are like some of our industry's brightest, and they they're out there like five year old children having fun, <laughs> yeah. you know like <laughs> Sean, Sean with the the mud buggy he's like. Hey Jeff, fill me up. Yeah. <laughs> he just funny. goes running after him with the buggy and the dingo. And I'm just like, this is awesome, yeah. you know, because this isn't like, this isn't something that you're going to see from guys like that in their workplace, you know?
0: It was like a playground. Yeah, situation it was. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For
1: sure. Yeah. Um, but sorry, go I, ahead. I no, add no, add for sure. Bit. I'd love that. Yeah.
0: It's, um, you know, we talk a lot about having a seat at the table to mm-hmm. be able to have input in and decision making, right? So, Uh, I think this is just kind of a a different avenue of having a seat at the table to help provide input to make things better and maybe we won't see that at our facilities but somebody's going to see it somewhere hopefully right Um, (laughs) so I think anytime we get to have some input and and help make something better hopefully Mm -hmm. um, it's an exciting opportunity
1: and I I love how you bring up you know like making it better like the At the end of everything, there was a Toro talk. So, like, they had people that, again, it was spoiled and people that were higher up making decisions and whatnot, and they're like, talk to us. What can we do? You know, like, the, the supply chain thing has been a very open issue for not just Toro, but for most people, you know. Like, they were like, we have made strides. Like, this is what we're working on. Like, they were just open and honest with us, which is incredible, you know there are products that like, <laughs> I was laughing at like everybody, I want one. I want one like me, me. And they're like, okay, everybody calm down for a second. You know? Um, what do you think, uh, like how has this experience been sort of seeing that side of like, not even like vulnerability, but like being open to the fact that like we understand that there are struggles and we have been trying to fix them, but like, what can we do more? Cause you've already so- spoken on a little bit, but like, To open up that much, I was like, wow, that's crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, What were your thoughts sort of seeing that firsthand, you know? And again, like, you obviously have known Boyd for a long time and been friends with him, like, just to see it in a setting like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um... No, it's good. Um... We can go 10 different ways if you want. (laughs) We'll do all of them.
0: Um. I have to come back to
1: this one. No, no no that's fine okay um you're gonna have to give me a second come yeah, the question yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um leadership okay well, that's a great one you know it's kind okay. of the common theme of all of this yeah. um you again you've been an industry leader for so long um since i mean when i was in college like you you know you see all of the individuals who are making an impact at that level and having you know, an impact on me as a student trying to join this industry, Um, whether that's through the association or other things that you guys have done. What has leadership sort of meant to you? And, you know, whether it's through volunteerism, whether it's through chapter work, whether it's through just, you know, being, you know, leading by example for so many, because, you know, I always tell you this when I see, I'm like, I don't know how you do what you do, you know, because it's just an impossible situation and you just excel what what does leadership mean to you and sort of what is your definition of leadership in you know all of the roles that you play in this industry
0: well I, leadership is kind of like your industry right there's no one perfect way to get it done Absolutely. and it means something a little bit different to everybody um i, I it's definitely a moving target. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> sometimes it's close, sometimes it's far. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, um, But it's. I think our industry is full of leaders because we like to help. We like to make things better. We like to make things um, more accessible or obviously safe playing surfaces. We want to create opportunities for – I mean, I view what we do at the high school facility as – Yes, we're creating memories, but we're creating opportunities too. so you we have um, a couple young ladies who played soccer in our school district who are now on the u s women's national team
1: nice. and had they
0: <laughs> you know had a bad injury or something yeah. like that at that time, like they don't have the opportunity to move on if we've taken that opportunity yeah. away.
1: spoke um, a little bit to that about one of my students, so yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, like what exactly what you're saying. But regardless of the situation, Mm -hmm. the budget, the lack thereof, we all want to help. We want to make things better. And um, I think that that's really, really generalized description of leadership. Baseball season is upon us. Toro's Field Pro 6040 was created with ball fields in mind. The Field Pro's multi-tool system allows four tools to be carried at once, significantly reducing the time required preparing infields. Scarifying, grading, and dragging can now be completed in a single pass, saving you time and effort. Visit Toro's website today to learn more about the Field Pros sixty forty.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and I think I think something else is like when it comes to like this event and the panel that they put together, what was so great about it is like there are so many different levels to what leadership can be and like you were saying, there's no one way. Um in your role obviously uh one one of the things everybody's like, you have a staff of two and then somebody you can get to work for nine hours, you know, like stuff like that. Like but what really should have been highlighted by those guys who kept saying it was the role that you play in that community, you know, being a leader, setting up all the events, having all the refs, like that is a nightmare. Okay. And it's not it's not something that's told about you a lot, you know, like what has it been like, sort of, being a community leader? You know, because that's something that plays such a big role, like you were saying, in kids' lives. You know, what has that meant to you?
0: No, I never really thought about that. And that
1: now you're thinking about point. it, right?
0: Thanks, Drew. No problem.
1: Um, <laughs> everyone, <laughs> no. everyone should know.
0: Again, just just creating opportunities and creating mm. those memories. You know, I was a high school and college athlete, so mm. I remember those days fondly. Um, and then. The potential of of taking their careers to the next step is really exciting, so um,
1: that's what I'm passionate about. That's like me. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not here. Yeah. Just just leave me out of it. (laughs) No, no, and that's, and that's such a big part of it, you know, like, I, like, honest truth, like, in my life, and the people that I look up to when it comes to leadership, and, you know, people like you, like, everyone's just so down to earth, you know, it's not, it's not about a me. It's not about what he or she gains from the situation. It's, it's about how can I improve others? And I think, I think that's something that was not said, you know, but it was really said, you know, like throughout this whole event, like those who want to care for others and do what's best for them are true born leaders, you know, because that's something that, you can't write in a book. There's not something you can show the right way to do that because, like you said, there's so many different things. So um, another thing that really came with leadership throughout this sort of all of our panels was innovation, you know. Um, and, and at the high school level, you and I both know, like, we got to innovate. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, we're just, you know, looking at some grass. It's going to be really struggling, you know. Uh, what has it meant to you sort of to be able to, put that out there you know because that's something you really don't think about it's kind of like on the fly okay I did this oh I got this like we figured this out like that's just natural right what was it like to sort of put it out there and be able to discuss it with you know other professionals like I mean like Travis Hogan like yes he's a Kansas City Chiefs and groundskeeper but some of the stuff that he has innovations on it's like where did you even think of that you know like (laughs) What went through your brain other than the bourbon? Um, (laughs) But what was it like to sort of, you know, actually have a conversation about it in a space like that?
0: Well, uh, so Travis specifically, you know, he's active on social media and and successful at what he does. And I think anybody who's successful, like, you know, I'm going to try to figure out what (laughs) I can do with the resources that I have at my disposal to try to emulate that. Um, clearly it's working and how can I figure out how to take those techniques? Um, I don't have six turf pods or whatever. Yeah, right. Have, um, but, you <laughs> He's know, talking
1: how, about like, I just I got know. them, you know, I needed I them said, forever ago.
0: I just said, sent me six. And I was like, really? Okay. Um, Good for you. <laughs> but, <yeah.
1: laughs> Maybe you lose one, you know, in Colorado yeah. know, at some point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I think, uh, you know, with anything, whether it's turf management, whether it's um, leadership, whether it's anything that you can think of, you know, uh, somebody who's successful in a challenging situation, like magnetizing, right? You kind of gravitate towards, wow, what are they doing? How are they doing that? Like, there's some intrigue there. um, And then just trying to take what worked and how can we tweak it to fit? Our situation and our resources
1: and I think what's been so interesting about you know being here with people again maybe you don't know that well but you've seen on like you've had those like wow that's really cool you know being able to have those conversations like I was talking with Tanner and the the season he just went through and still going through now you know like the chaos with the facility he has what he's had to come up with how he's dealt with like you know situations of like, Hey, I absolutely need this. And if I say I need it, it's not going to work out. You know, they're going to be like, hell no, we're not paying for that. But if like you work with the team, you work with the coaches, like those advocates are going to play a big role. in just overall, you know, your success, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's been really cool to have those opportunities to, you know, just take a step back and say like, Hey, you know, it's great to actually be able to talk to you about this stuff, you know?
0: Well it sparks other ideas, right? Yeah. It encourages creativity and start hearing how Tanner uses the coaches and um, you know, maybe like what you and I have might not be the coaches specifically, but maybe it's the family. Or yeah, maybe it's exactly. you know, the the superintendent's family or the principal's family or yeah. whatever, however that works out. But there are definitely more um avenues to the end result mm-hmm. than sitting in a budget meeting, you know, yeah, there's, no, other, for there's sure. other ways to for create sure. those connections. Yeah, because,
1: you know, like, especially in our situation, like, when you talk about a community and you talk about families and you talk about those in power and those kids and those families, like, they want what's best for their kid. And so, like, it's not unethical. I'm not saying anything's unethical with this, but, like, there's going to be a push for something that benefits their child because it's going to benefit all the children that age, you know. Uh It's not just, like... A, and dry thing but like having someone then advocate instead of you having to like beg you know especially at the high school <laughs> they they like to make us beg um but you know like being able to have that it's something that'll change just and make everything easier Oh, mm-hmm. um, well, that um,
0: relatability piece is huge yeah. you know it's a lot easier to understand the benefit of whatever it is if you can relate to it directly mm-hmm. rather than trying to figure out like I can't really see it. I can't really envision it, but I take you for your word. Yeah, yeah. But if there's some direct relatability, then it sells itself at that point almost.
1: For sure. For sure. Um with this event, they're gonna be doing it multiple times. You know, they're gonna do it for years to um, come. For those that are listening, you know, what would be sort of your sales pitch on like how this really affected the way you're going back, you know, home and working, you know. Um when it comes to, you know, when you're talking, and I think, who was it? I think it was, um, oh, shoot. Andrew, With TV. like, mm. he was skeptical about it. You know, there's a lot of people who are like, four days for a leadership conference, you know. Like, that's, that's not really something I really need to go do, you know. What would you say to those that might be skeptical about coming to the you know, Toro Grounds Leadership Academy? What would you say? What's the benefit?
0: Multiple benefits for sure. Yes. Um, as far as the skeptic- skepticism piece, uh, it's not a sales pitch. I don't have an equipment budget, so uh, they're shooting <laughs> they're at not, the wrong audience. They're now. not
1: coming to get me to pay, <laughs> buy you know everything that we saw at Apple. <laughs> yeah. Side. yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, I think the benefit is um, in stepping outside of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. which is I'm keep, always yeah. and forever will be. Um, Meeting some new people, sharing ideas, um, building community, building support, building resources. Yeah, um, can't really go this alone. No, you know, we we are a group that supports each other. That was that was mentioned several times. Any um, Anytime you can build that support and those connections, it's going to benefit you
1: greatly. Now I'm going to segue into softball here in a bit, but. Um, One of the other things that we really got into at some of our panels was mentorship. And you have probably been one of the most significant mentors in some of my kids' lives when it comes to, you know, the opportunity of what this is. The mentorship you've had for so many people in this industry across all levels, across all, you know, sports. When it comes to mentorship, what has it meant to, you know, be a part of that sort of journey as the mentor side and really the mentee when it comes to like the people who have impacted you. What has that relationship been like over the years to this point where, again, I'm saying it, she's the president of the SMA. So, <laughs> so what has it been like for you?
0: You know, I think that we do those things without thinking about mm-hmm. the impact. Like you talk about the impact that you have on your kids all the time, but it goes way beyond your kids as well. Um, but I, me and, and again try to make things a little bit better for the next person whether that means supporting that person through um a political situation yeah. or challenge at work or um, an actual technical situation um really just support nothing formal just, no uh, no, no and, to and try I, to I think
1: i think that's what's really cool about you know <laughs> Mentorship, like we talk about, people can bring up all these charts and talk about all these things, say. But again, I think it just it's rooted in good people, you know, understanding that you know, in a way that's like, hey, how can I help you? Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not something. And it, a lot of mentorship for me, like, has nothing to do with fields. Has to deal with like emotional issues, things like that are going on in people's lives, like you don't know what's going on so like a mentor like always has always been and one that I'll bring up you know Dr. Gooley like has been there for me in every way you know like it just he's one of the greatest people and I will always have him to rely on whenever i need him you know which is hard to say about somebody of his stature you know mm-hmm. like he's one of the best in our industry you know and he's done so much and he's mentored so many and you think about that like the number of people that you're mentoring like it's crazy you know um, but
0: but I think a part of, of being a mentor and I think about it um, really emulating someone that you, that I look up to mm-hmm. right and to think about how can I take those ideas and those approaches and be the person that I needed when I was 20, when yeah. I was first getting in the industry, when I was 10 years in, you know, like how can I support that person where I was from For where sure. I am now? Uh, since time no, no, it stuff, d- but, no it does, yeah. you
1: know. It it's so true because like I mean, I I always I always try and give credit where it's due when it comes to like me as a person, you know, like I I talk about all of my bosses that I've had over the years but I also love to talk about my parents, you know, like my parents made me who, you know, my dad was a, he retired on his 50th year in education, you know, he worked in the inner cities in New York for 25 years as a teacher before moving to Virginia. Uh, We could have kids, you know, like the, 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 the things that he's been through that uh, struggles, the, the chaos of being an educator. And we talked about it earlier this week, you know, like there are so many things that, you know, he's been through that. You know, he's made me the man I am today. You know, my mom is the most caring, loving human being I know. You know, she will do anything and tear down any wall that's needed to, know, protect her kids and those that she loves, you know. And I've taken all of those things into, like, what I do, you know, and... I think that's what's so cool about, you know, when it comes to being a mentor and everything, you know, being able to have that kind of impact. And, and like you said, it just does, it's not something you think about. It just happens, you know. Um,
0: a lot of times you don't realize you're doing it either. I exactly. Mean, I, there's people that I look up to that I may not have ever even shaken their hands, but things they're doing are amazing and, and something that inspires me on, on some level. So you just never know who's watching.
1: That's the other thing about our industry that I think is really cool. You know, there's so many, like, connections made just on social media, you know, and there were a couple of people that I've, like, I've never even heard of before because maybe they're not active on social media or I haven't, you know, had the opportunity to meet them and they're like, yeah, you do great stuff. Like, the kids are amazing. I'm like, thank you. That's awesome. You know, like, I, I, I'm so sorry I don't know who you are, but, like like, that's... I think that's what's really cool about this industry because there's not a lot of people. Um, and I think Josh's presentation this morning was really cool, you know, on how he really uh, talked about branding and how it plays a role, you know. And I, I loved his Venn diagram, you know, when you talk about your uh, reputation versus your brand. And in order for both to be successful, you have to be authentic. Yep. Oh, man. Because, like, I was like, Yes, I was like, that is literally what I think all the time that I've never said in my entire life. You know, like, yeah. you're like, of course that's it. Yeah, like that's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. authenticity is something that you know, it's just something that will go so far for you. And you know, yeah. um, so you know, like one of the big things, like when Lee and I presented last year, it was like, social media. There are so many things that you can do with it, and there's so many things that you can, you know, put out, but. People relate to you when you're authentic, you know. And you know, Leah, she's very authentic. Yes,
0: absolutely. Uh
1: with even with her content, she's very authentic, yeah, you know. So it's fantastic. It's, it's just, real. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. There, you were say something? Mm-hmm. No. Um, going. Uh, yeah. I mean, so like when we talk about authenticity, like the people that are most authentic in this industry are the ones that are greatest, you know. Like talk about our panel, Travis. You know. Goofball galore, by the way. For those that don't know, you know he's wants to have fun all the time. He makes sure that everybody's aware of it, you know. Like, and again, that's what you love about him, you know.
0: It's part of his charm. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I hope you know he's never he's never gonna let that go. Now he's like he's like it's part of my charm. Yeah. What do you say? Um, but you know, and then Jeff, you know, he has this like this way of just like speaking you know and this way of like just getting a point across and that's just who he is he's always been like that you know and it's just incredible to see like authentic you're one of the most authentic people i know you know you're caring you love this industry more than anyone else and you do everything you know with the best foot forward for everyone you know so like those are the things that are really cool and then we have ryan who's sort of like an introvert and he's just like a mastermind I'm like mm-hmm. what, what is going on right now <laughs> like yeah. my conversation with him I was just like what just happened you know like um you'll you'll be able to hear it on the podcast you don't have to listen to it uh but well, he I was talking <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about like you know engaging intelligence with your workers and that's how you're actually gonna retain them because if you're actively engaging their intelligence like they want to do stuff they want to be better and I'm like I've done 120 days. No one's ever said anything like that. Yeah. Like, that's so cool because it's so true, you know, like, especially with kids. They're not stupid, you know. Oh. Uh, and then Dr. Straw. I just love him. You know, he his mind goes a thousand different ways and he's just a funny guy and it's just awesome to be around. So it's just things like that where, like, you see this panel and the people that are on it, they're so authentic to who they are. They're not going to, like, sugarcoat anything. They're not going to, like, be not who they are because they're supposed to be because somebody says so so i just think it's awesome
0: yeah i mean a great time yeah just the the quality of discussion and connection that come out of that are awesome to have the opportunity
1: absolutely i do want to get into the softball a little bit because it's coming up and i'm super excited to be going again thank you so much for having me um what has it been like sort of taking you know the inaugural group and seeing i mean from talking to chris it's like there are tenfold the numbers that want to be there and be a part of it, which is incredible. Uh, What has it been like sort of getting everything set up?
0: So women in turf team is growing quite a bit. Um, So last year we had Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's really cool um, to see and be a part of it, definitely. And
1: Um, lead it, just saying. Sorry, go (laughs) ahead.
0: So last year we had 16 ladies on the crew. Um, We did the last four days of the tournament. So this year – Chris has some big ideas, and he's like, let's do all the days of the tournament. <laughs> so uh, we're um, expanding to a total of 20 women from all across the country, all facets of the industry. And we're taking those 20 and splitting into two groups of 10, and mm-hmm. we're going to cover the entire tournament. For this year. Sure. So I'm uh, really looking forward to having a mix of people who were there last year. And people who this will be their first experience, mm-hmm. and there's a great mix of both of those in each crew, as well as experience in each
1: crew.: For sure.
0: Um, just I'm super excited to get to be a part of it again. It's been fantastic. We've had a lot of great support um, already, and hope we can keep on growing it.
1: Oh, now, for sure. Next
0: thing is expanding to other sports and other events, and yeah, the, and the growth potential is gigantic. And I
1: think I think that's what's so cool about it, you know. um And obviously, the golf side did a great job of sort of kickstarting everything, and then you bring it over to the sports field side. You know, you have you know the college softball World Series. You have the, I uh, mean, you have college baseball World Series. If you really want to go that far, you know, there's just so many things, and then like. Eventually, you know, maybe the Super Bowl. Nick Nick Pappas, you know, I'm (laughs) just saying. Um, But, like, things like that where, like, you're creating such an incredible space for, you know, such a undervalued group. And I don't want to say that in, like, a bad way. You know what I mean? It's just in a constructive criticism towards the industry, you know. And you and I have always had this talk. Women are just better. I'm sorry. We suck. You know, we all suck, so... Um, no, we don't all suck. Sorry. That was, I got distracted. That's not my fault. Um, <laughs> but we want, I think we need to understand that you, it's just, they're more meticulous. My kids in my program care more. There's just a better understanding of safe operation even, you know, like that's, that's the part that I love. I'm like, you're doing that. Cause I am not dealing with someone breaking this again. You know, um, there's just, and there are so many people out there that really want to do it, you know, like, uh, one of our students is going to be there who wasn't there last year. Like, she's so excited, you know, and it's just because she's fantastic at the work that we do and the work that's done on the field, you know, that she'll bring, you know, um, if we give them the opportunity and like you're doing is making everyone see that, you know, it's going to grow so much more You know, And it's so exciting to be a part of it and see it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first, I have to back up to something you said earlier. Yeah. Uh, I did not bring this to sports field industry. I was inspired to, you know, kind of challenged by Kimberly Guard mm-hmm. from Syngenta. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, she, I got to work with her at the U.S. Women's Open, and she had just called me out of the blue one day and was like, yeah, it was great, so uh, what are we doing in sports fields? Yeah. And then she kind of mentioned that, like the little angel on my shoulder, and then poof, disappeared, was like, good luck, <laughs> here you go, figure it out
1: where'd you go yeah, exactly. exactly so
0: um what a what a life-changing phone call that was but yeah you know chris ball had to say yeah when i asked him if he love you better some help <laughs> yeah love you buddy you know so um it, it's not an i it's not something no no, that I've no done. for there's, sure there's a group there's a team there's, there's meant, a team that you know, plans the little league softball stuff for sure you know? um chris nina oldenkamp amy foudy um we try all do you this guys. together. Yeah. Thank Am I you gonna be so able to much. see
1: all them? Is that the question? That I have oh, yeah. okay. everybody's okay.
0: gonna be there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't
1: know who was in the second half because I think that's when I'm gonna be there. Although okay. I think I'm there a day on the first half. We'd, yeah.
0: Right. You'll see everybody one night. So um
1: it's not sad at all. It's fine.
0: But again, like you said, creating opportunity. I mean it goes back to creating the opportunity for anybody, whether it be an athlete, a woman in the industry a young person in the industry mm-hmm. a new person in the industry regardless yeah, of age for sure. to have the opportunity to take the next step whatever that is for them so yeah i think that's uh that's definitely a passion project for me
1: oh for sure <laughs> you know and it's it's incredible to see you know when it first happened i, I remember you i think you called me um and you said hey we're doing this and i think if you have some kids it'd be awesome to have them come down and and originally, it was just my alumni, and Julie was a perfect candidate, and they all like, Julie, give her a call. You know, you may mm-hmm. want to do it, right? And then, freaking Liz. God, I love her to death. Yeah, <laughs> she's uh, actually on a flight to Canada right now. She texted me before she left, but uh, she <laughs> she's like, I really want to go. I'm like, I will make a phone call, but I'm not promising you anything. And then, like, that was, like, a week before the event, and you guys moving mountains for her, like loves it, you know, and she's so excited to go back. Um, those are the things that are going to change everything, you know, and I think these events are going to change everything for the better for all of us, you
0: mm-hmm. know. Well, um, so when I first started in the industry early on in my career, um, I got connected with Heather Nabosny. Yep. Um, we kind of chatted a little bit here and there, just talked about the industry and some Where we were some at. Things. <laughs> yeah, and in 2005 she was hosting the MLB All-Star Game. Mm-hmm. And she invited me up to be part of the crew. And I mean, yeah. I was like, holy career goal. <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm never going to top this. I made it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but to be a part of something that was um, very unique, not something that happens every day. Yeah, right? for um, sure. That early on in my career definitely like set my path in yeah, yeah. concrete, you know? For sure. Not that it wasn't before that, but. To have a super cool experience like that is just it's really it's inspiring and motivating and, and um it's fun to see see it blossom and see what happens yeah. for the ladies as, you know, Liz. Yeah, the, yeah.
1: the younger generation, the middle oh generation, the old generation, all of the generation. Yep. It's, that's what it's called now.
0: The Gs, not the, the G's. OGs of yeah. the, new G's, just no the OGs.
1: No OGs there, Maritza. I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, Maritza. I got in trouble at SFMA. I said it to Nick McKenna. She was like, I told you not to say that. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> well, I know you have to catch a flight. And I am so grateful for you taking the time, always a great time talking to you. And I'm excited to talk to you soon down in Greenville with everything that's going on down there. So thank you so much. And again, it's always great seeing you.
0: Awesome to see you. Thanks so much for everything you do too, Drew. Of course, of course. Yeah. When it comes to grounds maintenance, Toro's Groundsmaster mowers are the preferred choice for professionals who require nothing but the best. Visit Toro's website today to learn more about their Groundsmaster mowers and their entire lineup of commercial equipment. Toro, count on it.